What's going on, Mighty Warriors? I'd like to invite you to take a seat and listen up while I share some life experiences that can help you go from merely surviving to thriving. Welcome to Thriving in the Trenches. What's up, Warriors? Welcome to another episode of Thriving in the Trenches with your host, Josh Jones, also known as Jonesy. And today I want to talk about why trying to change is not working. And uh, that title in itself can spin off in a couple different directions because the word try should be eliminated from your vocabulary, in my opinion. When we try something, we're only trying, we're essentially giving ourselves an out. If it works, cool. If it doesn't work, that's cool too. When in reality, when it comes to goal setting, in theory, the goal is to accomplish that goal. So not accomplishing it isn't really an acceptable outcome for us, I would imagine. At least it's not for me. So I don't want to try to do something. I plan to do something. I work to do something. I make strides and efforts and commit to doing something. And so, yeah, kind of a little tangent there, but thought I'd throw it out there. But getting back to, to why the changes you're trying to make may not be working. And it really starts with a biblical foundation and for those of you that are not spiritual, don't worry, this is not going to turn into some preachy or religious podcast, but I will say that in scripture, it says that faith without works is dead. And how that translates to real life is kind of, I saw a shirt one time that said, I believe it was knowledge without action is wasted space or something to that effect. But the principle remains the same. And so I'll tell a little story about myself. A while back ago before I started my, or maybe it was the, the inception of my process of uh, personal development and becoming the best version of myself, I read a book and uh, this book talked about how adult behaviors, specifically the adult behaviors that I was exhibiting, that I was seeing in myself, how those things, a lot of those things do stem from different situations and experiences from childhood. The way we're brought up, the way we're cared for, the way that our loved ones treat us, all of those things play a part into our internal belief systems. And so when I read this book, I felt like I gained so much knowledge of why I did certain things, why I thought certain ways. Um, and it just really opened my eyes to a lot of things that I had kind of overlooked, or maybe I'd thought about it certain times, but never really had anything backing it. And now it was like, wow, I'm reading this book and it's talking about the things that I was thinking about and it lines up perfectly. And so now I have all this knowledge, I have all this wisdom, so to speak, and uh, just information. And it's like, wow, I'm great. Like I'm aware of this now. So I'm healed. Right. And to put it simply, not so much. <laughs> um, for a while, I felt good and I was aware of these issues and continued to move forward thinking that, you know, I'm not going to have the same struggles anymore because I've got this knowledge around where these struggles were coming from. Um, unfortunately, I hadn't done anything to truly embody that information. I hadn't put any strategies or behaviors into practice to actually change what was going on. And so 
I felt good for a little while, thought I was doing a lot better, and then bam, end up right back in the same type of scenarios that I had been experiencing all my life to that point. And again, it was because I had this awareness, I had this knowledge, but there was no real action. There was no real work put into it. And not for lack of desire to put in work, it was just this knowledge didn't really give me work to do. It didn't give me an action plan. It didn't give me strategies. It just pointed out some of the things that, like I said, I knew were there kind of, but this just helped to confirm some of those things. And again, initially I thought like, I'm aware I'm good to go, but I wasn't. And my life showed me that I wasn't. Um, so then again, I talk about the alpha code a lot, but enter the alpha code. <laughs> um, I had a conversation with Justin and ended up signing up for the program. And the one thing that is very unique about the Alpha Code Academy, based on my experience and other forms of therapy or um, self-help books or programs or whatever you may have tried or thought of, but the one thing to me that was very distinct is that it's broken down into a 12-week program, and each week there was kind of an assignment to do, but it wasn't like fill out the paperwork, take a test, whatever. There were some knowledge checks in there for sure to make sure that I understood the content, but there was an action plan. This is what you need to do moving forward. You have this knowledge. You have this wisdom. Now use it. And this was 12 weeks worth of that kind of stuff, practical things that I was able to implement into my life, a new thing every week, just building on top of the last thing. And uh, I share all this because as a result of that process, so many limiting beliefs, so many false beliefs, um, so many insecurities, so many just different strategies that I had been running over and over again, those things begin to break down and I was able to see them and expose them. So I had the awareness piece, but I also had an action plan for how to solidify and implement and really embody that awareness in a way that was useful and that was able to allow me to not only change, but sustain that change and to get the outcomes and results that I was looking for. And so, again, a lot of times I think we talk to a friend or we talk to a counselor or we read a good book or, you know, again, for those of you that are spiritual, we, we simply pray. And not that any of those things on their own are, are bad. I mean, I pray on a regular basis. I think it's a very important part of my relationship with God. But even for those of you that believe in God and walk with Christ, like, I don't believe that as a general practice that if I just hope and wish and pray for something that it's going to happen right now. It requires action on my part changing some of the behaviors that were continually sabotaging my relationships, changing some of the mindsets that were causing me to feel disconnected and distant from my children and from other people, changing the beliefs about myself that were preventing me from truly speaking my mind and, and really just standing up for myself. All of those things, they didn't come by me simply reading a book and the next day I'm good to go. They came by practicing certain things by, you know, I 
I do talk to myself in the mirror. I think I've talked about it before, but I have a certain set of values and a certain set of kind of I am like identity statements written on my mirror. And I will take time to speak those things out loud. And some of you may think it's crazy, whatever, but I'll tell you for me, what it does is it trains my brain to be thinking this thing constantly. One of them that I cling to and I still tell myself is I am a great father. Do I make mistakes? Absolutely. And in the absence of constantly telling myself that I'm a great father, then those mistakes start to compound and I start to only see the mistakes and I start to focus on how much of a screw up I am. And I start to realize the truth that I'm a horrible father. And it just goes down and down that road. Now for you guys listening, maybe you don't have any challenges that get that extreme. But if you're being honest with yourself, I'm sure you can relate to the thought process. But now, because I have constantly told myself over and over, and this is just one part of the action, there's also, you know, steps in correcting myself when I, when I see my kids doing something, or when I, I'm sorry, when I see myself acting a certain way towards my kids and, you know, taking time out to really reflect and analyze myself and then implementing new behaviors for me, new strategies um, you know, but all of this stuff is work. All of this stuff is action based. It, it takes time for me to have uh, some kind of disciplinary situation with my kids and then to resolve that. And now go take more time out from whatever I might've been doing before to reflect and analyze that situation. And honestly, and truthfully with myself, look at areas where, Maybe I was a little too aggressive or maybe I was a little too soft. Look at areas that I did something really well and just to identify those different things, to pick it apart. And that takes effort to analyze each one of those situations and to move forward with that knowledge and to alter my behavior moving forward. And so I think, you know, that's just an example of one area of my life. But around this one area, I just listed off a bunch of different things, a bunch of different work that I have done to come to this position where I am a great father and I know it. Do I make mistakes? Yes, I already said that. But those mistakes don't define who I am as a father. And those mistakes that I used to make on a daily basis are maybe on a weekly, bi-weekly, monthly basis these days. This past weekend, I had the what possibly one of the best interactions like for a whole weekend that I've ever had with my kids when it's just me and them. And that's something that I am proud of. And that's something that I've worked hard for. But you know, for you guys, maybe it's not about kids. Maybe that's not your struggle. So another challenge that I've had is like I mentioned a minute ago, speaking my mind in a respectful way without like, without being offensive, but at the same time, without fear of offending. Now that doesn't mean I run off and I'm a jerk to everybody, but eliminating and eliminating that fear of, oh, if I say this, or if I say it a certain way, uh, they might get mad. So I'm just not going to say anything. And I'm going to let my own desires, my own feelings, my own attitudes just kind of be crushed. And not even, I say be crushed, I'm essentially crushing them myself. And I can read a million different books about how to talk with power and embolden yourself and this and that and the other. And there's probably 
there is like so much great information out there that can help with communication and help with being more assertive and communicating in a way to get what you want. But I could read every single one of those books, no matter how many there are, I can read every single one of them. I can read every single one of them twice. And if that's all I ever do is read those books and have this knowledge, nothing will change. But it took me getting into situations and wanting to speak up on something that was bothering me and feeling that old fear rise up that's like, ah, they're, they're going to get offended. But then reminding myself that, you know what, this is my truth and I don't have to be a jerk, but I do owe it to myself and to that person to let them know what I'm thinking whether it's about how they treated me, how I treated them, about a situation that we're trying to tackle together. Maybe I've got an idea, whatever it is, but speaking my truth. So I have the knowledge, I have the fear, and I have to do work to overcome that fear and to speak and to say what's on my mind and be in that uncomfortable position where it's like, oh, this feels horrible. I don't know what's going to happen. But you know what? In doing that work and speaking out, Time and time again, the evidence was completely contrary to all the fears that had kept me bound up for so many years before, that had kept me keeping stuff to myself and not speaking my mind and letting bitterness and resentment grow and to the next point where when it does finally come out, it's because the, the pot's boiling over and I just explode. And you know, I don't have those types of explosions like I used to. But again, that isn't because I read a book. That isn't because I talked to a friend. That isn't because I had a good idea. It's because of all of those things, plus work, plus implementation, plus daily diligent practice. And so, yeah, that's, that's my message for this week, folks. If you want to try to change, then plan to fail because... Trying is not going to get you there. It's not going to have the conviction behind it. It's not going to have that driving force behind it that says, no, I'm going to do this. So step one is eliminate try from the voc your vocabulary. And step two is stop just having great ideas. Stop just thinking about them and mulling them over in your head and going out and behaving in the exact same way and speaking in the exact same way and doing the exact same things and expecting something different to happen. Come up with a plan. Do the work. Figure out ways to flex that muscle that you were working on changing. Again, I have had many experiences where I've had to go to my daughters and apologize for the way daddy talked to you. Or I've had many times where I've said something, speaking my truth, and afterwards had to think about it and had to talk myself down like, hey, you know what? I'm okay. Like, it was cool to say that. And at times in those conversations, I've had to go back and tell people, hey, you know what? I came off a little bit hot. Like, that was not my intention. The The information that I communicated, the thoughts that I relayed, like those are my true thoughts, but I didn't deliver them properly. And if that disrespected you or came off wrong, like I apologize, that was not my intent, but I needed to get my message out. And I've had to have those conversations and, and those are embarrassing and they're difficult and challenging, or at least they were. But those are the things that was the work that I had to do to get to the point where now I can 
talk into this microphone and release this thing into the internet where anybody on this planet pretty much can listen to what I'm saying and agree, disagree, critique, support, whatever. But I don't have to be wrapped up with what people are thinking, what people are saying, because I care about your opinions, but your opinions don't dictate who I am and your opinions don't change my truth. And that, again, doesn't come from just reading a book or having a good idea or talking to a counselor or whatever. Like, There has to be work. There has to be work. There has to be work. So let's make some changes. Let's level up. Let's become the next best version of ourself and put in the work to get there. I love you folks. That's all I got. Hope you folks have a great week and know that as you sit right here, right now, that you are enough. You have inherent value that cannot be taken from you. You are loved. You are appreciated. And no matter what you do, it will not take away from the amazing person that you are. That's all I got. Have a great week.